welcome to Dream Machine. My name is Aaron. And my name is Patricia. You alright, Patricia? We have more penguins. Yay. You know, oh, I was thinking... okay. You know, I was... You know, I, as much as I, you know, enjoyed some parts of Madag the Madagascar series, and I was hoping that maybe we can just move on to something really good... Uh, because, you know, I mean, we last week with, um, you know, Peabody and Sherman, I was thinking that maybe we can, you know, talk about something like really nice to offset that. But like a, no. maybe a Kung Fu Bison Kanda. Yeah, that, that would be so amazing. Or uh, how to Tron do Graugun. But no, no, we have to go back to penguins again. Yeah, I just say Kung Fu Bison Kanda all of a sudden. Like, uh, yeah, for Kung Fu Fighting Panda. There we go, my, my <laughs> uh, voice okay. works. I thought, you, I thought you were speaking in like a lead speak term. I don't, I don't know what's going on with me right now, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because maybe watching this movie, I think, has probably broken my brain. I don't know, but uh, anyway, um, I w we were hoping that... Uh, I was hoping actually this week that we were going to be watching Kung Fu Panda 3, but then Patricia reminded me that we still have some other movies to go before then. So Yeah, I'm, I know. It's like... Uh, Aaron just blew blow up a nice balloon, and then I just popped it, and I pretty much just broke his dreams. You meanie. I know. I'm awful. I want my I balloon be... back. Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. You'll get your balloon back in two weeks from now. Okay, then. So, uh, anyway, until then, let's talk about this movie. So, here we go. <laughs> So after the success of Madagascar, it was only natural that uh, the penguins of Madagascar would get their own movie. It is a computer-generated uh, action-adventure action comedy film directed and produced by DreamWorks Animation and is distributed by 20th Century Fox. Uh, the Penguins of Madagascar is the film that's premiered on the November 26th of 2014 and is the DreamWorks Animation's 30th movie. But uh, despite the fact that this came on Thanksgiving, I don't feel very thankful for it. Yeah, I mean, very similar to when we were discussing about Puss in Boots, the Shrek franchise was already kind of done. Um, it, it, I mean, Madagascar didn't really, like, suffer the same thing in terms of, like, oh, everybody was getting sick of it. But um, when it came to the penguins, the penguins were pretty much everywhere. As mentioned before, there was a Penguins of Madagascar TV series, and there were lots of penguin shorts, very similar to, like, uh, you know, Mater shorts when Cars was popular. So, yeah, the, the penguins were pretty much, like, the stars of the entire franchise and they, that's the reason why they were like I mean if you ever to look up Madagascar the penguins would pop up a lot more than the main characters themselves and to be quite honest now I can understand Puss in Boots I mean we know we did talk about that it was just like you know so much story going on with so minor characters but with Puss in Boots I can kind of understand why it would spin off into a series and it, as a marketing perspective again I understand why they would spin off into a penguins movie but I was just tired at that point here's the thing about this I actually welcome the penguins movie and here's the thing about this, because, you know, I mean, in Madagascar, I mean, we didn't really get to know Skipper, Private Rico, and Kowalski all that well, because we only just saw them in kind of like skits. So, it is true, uh, yeah. but again, if you if you did watch the TV series, you got a uh, got an idea of what they you know ah, what kind of personalities Here's the thing got. about this, Patricia, because you've probably seen the TV series, but I've not seen one episode. 
not okay, one. fair enough. So uh, the Penguins of Madagascar for me is still pretty obscure because I'm only seeing it from the movies. Here's the thing about this. You're going to know this through this through Dream Machine. I have barely watched a single episode. of like I've not watched uh, How to Train Your Dragon uh, TV series. I've not watched any of the other TV series. And I've definitely not watched the Penguins of Madagascar. So um, in regards to the movie we're about to watch here, I'm watching this with clean eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I guess I could see that. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about this movie. So the movie actually begins off with like a um, a prologue taking place before the movie. And then we get to see, you know, the kind of origin story of the penguins themselves. Yeah. But here's the thing about this. I think this movie starts off backwards. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it, it, it makes a lot of sense because it's trying to be like a prologue into like, oh, you know, these are how the penguins came to be. So, um, yeah, so we have these, uh, so we have Skipper Kowalski and Rico, and um, they basically save an egg from the other penguins, and uh, it turns out that when the egg hatches, it uh, private is born. Yeah, and so, uh, basically, and so you know, that, that bit of the movie, I don't have a problem with. To be quite honest, no, with no, you. I and, didn't uh, either. The, the fact that they have like uh, the, the the sea lions, like uh, you know, as uh, and they start them off, I think, as the threat. I think of the uh, the beginning of the movie, which I thought, oh, okay, then I think this is going to be who uh, the villain is going to be. But then we move into them going into uh, steal some gold bullion from uh, Fort Knox, which uh, I thought. Okay, I mean, this is going to be like probably like the biggest heist you're probably ever going to, maybe ever going to do. I don't know. Maybe there's going to be even bigger things we're going to do with the sea with, sea with the penguins. But And then it kind of moves away into this kind of weird introduction to uh, really a, a villain who is basically this octopus called Dave who's in disguise as a human. And uh, yeah. here's the thing about this. I mean, wouldn't it have made more sense to bring the octopus, to say the octopus form of the villain and save that for like the end, at least the end of the second act? Could, like, mm-hmm. I mean, why would we not just, why not just reveal him as in his human form and then bring the shock in that he is this octopus that, uh, you know, was shipped from, say, say, the thing. And like, you know, some people say it's kind of ridiculous in that, but you know, keep in mind, I mean, Hot Fuzz had a pretty ridiculous uh, twi- twist and people thought that was hilarious. And like you know, I think that kind of twist would have been quite hilarious if you if it was put off. But is that they they put it in the first act, which makes totally no sense. To yeah, do. and to be fair, there have been villains in the TV series, uh, but yeah, n- never. Uh, I don't remember you know seeing uh, that character for sure. I, I do know that you know well, there was. I, I don't um, have, I don't have a problem with it, Mega Fresh villain. That's no, that's no problem for me. And to be also being no, introduced no, no. into the original story, it's just the fact that why, why would you why why blow your load? Right, right off, right at the beginning of the, right at the beginning of the movie. I mean, like, uh, why not save it until uh, leave some mystery uh, for you know later on in the later on in the film. You know, I guess they, I guess they wanted, to, uh, I guess because that the Penguin series were very well known for being comedic. I guess they were like, yeah, we can't just fully rely on comedy. You know, the Penguins are very well known for being like stealthy. Let's see if we can add a villain in there to kind of like, um, you know, give it more of an appeal. But, but, so, but, but Patricia, guess, why, why reveal that he's an octopus in the first act? I have no idea. Don't, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that. Um, appear in this movie that I question and yeah I, I uh, your guess is as good as mine yeah I, I just think it was it was a bad move I think mm-hmm. and because uh, to me like the villain to me just wasn't memorable at all like it was just uh, oh hey he was uh, he's angry because you know he was being moved around from you know place to place because he because of those penguins 
Uh, yeah, and that, I, I would have really liked if they would have had a villain from the TV series appear in the movie. I know that Penguins and the Get Mad well, like, by the well, movie. Well, the, has the argument I would say about that series. is, is the, the argument I'd have about that is, is that I've not watched the TV series. So if you introduced a character that was from the TV show, I wouldn't know who he was. So uh, I mean, it would be a nice, it would have been a nice introduction if uh, they would have, um, you know, put a villain from the TV series into the movie. You know, maybe to kind of like draw people in to watch the TV series. No, like, I, I think unless you're going to explain who he is and uh, why he's why he's relevant in the in the in the film story, then I would I would stay clear of that. Okay, that's you. fair, but still, I mean, there. I mean, it, I would have liked to have maybe seen at least maybe a cameo or maybe like a a, a throwback to maybe some of the villains like Doctor Blowhole or the Rat King or um, Hans or something like that. But I guess because you know this is supposed to be a movie that's far away from the TV series and more focused on being a continuation of the movie series, then I can understand. Well, that. yeah, I mean, at the very beginning, like uh, they're, they're trying to get away from like the Afro Circus theme. So like yeah, that's, exactly. con- that's continuing on from the third movie, right? So, right. Yeah. So so for you know for me it has con- a continuity with the uh, with the movie series and not with the TV show. Okay. So, yeah. So um, they're introduced with the vi- this octopus villain who um, makes this uh, Medusa serum and no one knows what it what basically it does and so where uh, they've uh, so they they steal it and then they run away and uh, they're about to get captured by the octopuses again until then we're introduced to. Uh, um, this gr- really random group of people who are known as the North Wind. And, yeah, uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't understand that. To be quite honest, I mean, th- it's kind of like how. I mean, it kind of reminds. The other thing it kind of reminds me of is that you remember that episode of De- you know the first episode of Dexter's Laboratory, the TV yeah, series. Sure. Yeah, like Mandark, you know, Dexter's rival Mandark. You know, that's just yeah, kind of what he just remi- appears right out of nowhere saying, hey, I'm smarter than you. And he pretty much just became like the genius and Dexter was kind of like overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's. Uh, and so, I mean, this is the thing. It kind of, you know, again, it kind of makes for the majority of the film, it makes the penguins look weaker. Which, uh, I, I I don't know. Maybe they try to like introduce more characters to broaden out the franchise. Very similar to how in Puss in Boots, we were introduced to characters like Humpty Dumpty and Jack and Jill, and um, you know the the, um, the female kitty character. I guess they wanted to like broaden out the world, but. Uh, now uh, I I think that introducing all of these characters into this movie kind of like diminishes the the stealthy coolness of the penguins. Yeah, and on top of that as well, like again, it makes them look like uh, I mean, it, it makes the North Wind look like the serious people in the movie, and it just makes the uh, penguins in Madagascar look like the comic relief. Which, yeah, uh, I kind of yeah. I, in a way I kind of wish that they would have been like the main focus. It's like you know, make yeah. a, a standalone movie just about the North Wind. Don't have it anything to do with the penguins. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if originally that's what they wanted to do, but then they were like, "Uh, yeah, we didn't do very well with Peabody and Sherman. It was a box office failure, and so was Turbo. We need to make our money back. So let's see if we can just throw in, um, you know, the penguins in for marquee value." Well, I mean, I think it was inevitable the penguins were going to get. The Mo movie anyway, so I, I don't I don't think it was the fact that you know they were under pressure by Turbo or by uh, by Peabody and Sherman. I think uh, I think I think we knew inevitably there was going to be uh, a Penguins movie, and so uh, and either either that if they weren't going to do that, they were going to make a fourth Madagascar film. 
So yeah. yeah. Well, as of the as of the making of this podcast, there is no Madagascar four, but anything could happen. Yeah. Any well, yeah, anything could happen at this point. Who knows? But uh, so we end up with this, and, and again, it may, it, I hate the fact that this movie makes the penguins look so. Just I I get this is supposed to be a, a comical film, but uh, I mean, come on, guys. I mean, like we yeah they these penguins were nothing like they when we were introduced to them in the first movie. Like, yeah, and that's why it's a big that's why it's a really huge disappointment for me personally because um you know the penguins were, you know, like the standouts of the series and y- you would think that a movie about them would just showcase about how cool they are. I mean, if it I, I mean, at first I was thinking well, don't, about Don't get me wrong. Like I would I would like it if the penguins were cool, but at the same time they had flaws. Like uh, we yeah, knew they I, I, had yeah, flaws. Yeah, that is true. I mean, yeah. last uh, last week on Peabody and Sherman, we did talk about how you know Mr. Peabody was kind of like a Mary Sue character in which there was no flaws to him, and that that's how he was in the TV series. And then I guess the transition from the TV series from the '60s to the um, the recent movie wasn't like a good transition for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I, I guess you could say. I mean, that's a great. I think that's one positive thing about the penguins is that they're not. They're they're a bit more flawed than uh, you know than uh, what Butch, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Peabody was. But uh, in regards to um, you know, in regards to how silly and comical they were, like it was. Uh, you know, there was one bit where they, they said in the movie, like, "Oh, we're going to take this to their grave," but they'd done even more sillier stuff even before then, mm-hmm. like uh, when they were being the distraction. And even then, that was you know, it didn't make really all that much sense. And uh, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, they they looked really they looked really weak in this movie. Like, I mean, again, it was funny that a lot of things were happening, you know, out of the luck of the draw. You know, like it's kind of like that um, that that uh, um, side character in Deadpool two, the person who basically uh, his her superpower was luck. And like everything that happened, uh, that uh, she was able to either not die or be able to kick a uh, uh, you know, bad guy's asses because it was just pure luck that she managed to do it. You know, mm-hmm. that, that in itself was funny. But the fact that the penguins are just getting off by the seat of their pants and like uh, only just, you know, getting away with what they're doing, like it really does take away from the mystique and from the um, what we were introduced to in the first film. And uh, again, like I get the movie trying to flesh them out, but I mean, they're not—they're not fleshed out in the best of ways. I, I, I exactly. And if you were gonna throw in like a villain, then try to make a villain that's maybe like just as funny as the penguins are, or somebody like really incompetent. That way, the penguins can kind of like showcase how cool they were. I mean, I wasn't expecting like kung fu panda levels of awesome villains in terms of. Um, you know, them being very diabolical or sinister. But um, yeah, I, I think that uh, with the storyline, with the Medusa serum, uh, I, I did like the direction it was going. But when we got introduced to the North Wind, it kind of like deflated a little bit. It's like, oh, that they, they could have done a much better job than the Penguins. But yeah, yeah. So, I, I, and, um, um, the this... one thing that I do like about, um, you know, this part of the movie was that, um, you know, the Penguins, uh, one of the Penguins does get uh, affected by the serum and um i or the one of the machines i think and they actually do have to work hard in order for them to get them back to normal um well yeah that's what happens at the end of the movie so that's what i kind of liked you know i, I kind of like that well i mean yeah the the, the, the bit between pirate and skip you know skipper was uh 
Well, yeah, that that bit, that bit. I, I, I think that's mind you, that's pretty standard. I think for kind of movie telling like that, like yeah, I, I know it's standard, but it was kind of needed for something like penguins. Yeah, I guess you know because I, I, I mean it was it was nice to see like a dramatic point for the penguins, especially since they're mostly played for comedy. So I, I know it's, it was standard, but I kind of liked it. I, I guess that was probably the the best part of the movie. But here's the thing about this, you know, we've got all this comical stuff going on in this movie. Did you laugh once? No, I didn't. I didn't either. Like, uh, again, it's just... Uh, I mean, to be fair, uh, it, you it know, was the I didn't, It was like, the wrong direction to go in, I think. Yeah, but to be fair, I didn't, like, fully laugh my, like, like laugh really hard whenever I saw the, the Penguins in the Madagascar series. I mean, I had, a, like, a chuckle or I just smiled. But here, I didn't really do the, any of that in this well, I movie. I don't know. I thought in Madagascar, in some Madagascar skits, I thought they were funny. Yeah, I, I thought they were funny too, but not like where I laughed really loudly though. Yeah, I don't know. It was um, I, I, there were some bits I did chuckle at, and uh, in well, chuckled it, yes or smile, but not yeah. la- laugh out loud. They, again, I thought they were. I mean, obviously they're not laugh out loud funny, but at least they were clever. Yeah, they yeah. were clever. Yeah, so. But I, I couldn't find a lot here in this movie. Yeah, and and one of the things that I did like in this movie um, that wasn't up as much in the Madagascar series because they were like limited to like one location. They got to travel into many countries, which I did you know like because it was able to keep the settings fresh. Well, you know, they I were- mean that that was part of the course anyway for the Madagascar series. So, yeah, uh, I know, but considering that we had with the Madagascar series that like it was just stuck to like one location. The first one we had New York and Madagascar. The second one we had Africa, and the third one we had Europe. Well, and well, then Europe's not back- a country; that's a continent. So, I mean, that- you know, like the location, I meant. Well, no, if you, in, 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 in Madagascar three, they travel from like Italy to France to like the UK, and then they travel all the way back to Austria. So, uh, and, you know, and, so then, they, they, and then they went back to New York at the end. Yeah, and then they went, yeah. And then, so, yeah, they, they travel lots of places in Madagascar 3. Yeah, I guess they wanted to, like, follow in the same trend. It's like, yeah, we need to, like, you know, go to multiple places. And with the penguins kind of, like, being, like, the spies that they are, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it would have been a, a crime if they just stuck into lo- one location because that was, like, a, a crime in the TV series as well in which they just stuck in the zoo and that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we had all of that, and uh, then, I mean, there, there's not much else really to it. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a pretty standard um, action comedy film. Like, uh, I mean, the North Wind aren't particularly spectacular. The Penguins, uh, you know, unfortunately fall flat in this movie, uh, you know, in, in hoping that they were going we to see more of a expansion of their characters, but really all we did was basically just see how goofy they were. No, we didn't really mm-hmm. see how, uh, you know, I, I would like to have like seen uh, a bit, you know, have them a bit far more fleshed out than that. Like, uh, where do they get their cunningness? Where do they get... I mean, obviously we saw the prologue at the very beginning of the film, but uh, I don't know. For me, the, 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 there, was, there wasn't much... They didn't really explain them all that well in, in that. So... For me, the um, the penguins are just um, they're they're just they're, again they, this doesn't really move them into any like uh, you know main event status. They're still just side characters in the Madagascar film who just happen to get a spin off movie. Yeah, I mean at least with Puss in Boots, we got we actually got to know about his backstory and where he came from. Yeah, well, I mean, as only about Darius, I think it was going to give Puss in Boots a far more character. I think in this. Uh, with the penguins, I think. Um, I mean, who, who, who do? I mean, we move on. We move on to the characters anyway, because we're moving into that point. But uh, I mean, Tom McGrath, Christopher Knights, Conrad Vernon, Chris Miller, and John Malkovich. I mean, they. Uh, I mean, also, sorry, John Malkovich plays one of the plays the evil. Plays yeah, the he plays but, one of the villains. Yeah. 
Well, you know, Chris, Chris uh, you're, you're, you're talking about Conrad Vernon. Well, yeah, the, I mean, uh, the guys, you know, unfortunately, I hate to say this, they just, uh, I mean, they give them voices, but, uh, I mean, in regards to, uh, yeah, um, I mean, Tom McGrath, you know, when he goes into emotional moments, he did really well in that regard. And uh, I guess you could say Christopher Knights uh, tries to, uh, you know, not ham it up too much, I guess, in uh, in his reactions with with Private. But uh, I don't know. It's just it's. Uh, I think the only person out of the whole uh, lot I can say I had a, a you know a lot of a lot of fun with. I guess I could say was Skipper. Yeah, I mean Skipper's. The, I mean, yeah, Skipper's like the most popular out of the Penguins because you know he's the leader and he's the brash one. And yeah, but, I, I don't, but this I is the like, thing. Like they made, but they, in the in this they made they made. Uh, private, like, uh, as just as important, I guess you could say. Yeah. Which, uh, really, it's kind of, it's kind of like, imagine if you had Star Fox, right? And you had Fox McCloud. And, you know, if you, if you, you knew, you know, Fox McCloud is the main, he's the guy you play as in the games. Like, yeah. imagine if you had a situation where, for, uh, I mean, probably like the final act of the, of the game, you didn't get to uh, play, you didn't get to fight Andros as Fox McCloud, you had to fight him as Slippy. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's just you know that's you know that's it's very anticlimactic in in that. And I don't know. I just thought um, with private being, I mean, obviously, uh, it's um, it does click with some people, but for me, it just doesn't. You know, it just yeah. it's kind of like uh, okay, like uh, it's um, this is the story that we've got, and um, and I, I guess I can I can yeah. kind of understand why they decided to focus on private in the last act because in the beginning of the movie. Um, it, it was like we learned that, um, you know, Private was adopted into the, you know, the Penguins, uh, you know, trio because they found him as an egg. And I guess they wanted to give him like a redemption arc because, you know, Private was always seen as like the rookie of the group, uh, you know, kind of like somebody that you you didn't really take too seriously. But, yeah, I, as for like, um, you know, the climax of the entire movie, I mean, it would have been nice if maybe like all of them would have been involved or maybe Skipper and Private would have been involved. But yeah, um, I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah. So, I mean... Um, I, I, the one thing I do have to say is that, um, you know, the the fact that John Malkovich plays as a villain in, the, in, in this, um, I guess, you know, he finally does get to play a villain in an animated, um, you know, movie, considering that originally he was supposed to play Professor Scrooge and We're Back a Dinosaur Story, and then they fired him. Uh, because you know he couldn't play the part right and they brought in um uh let's see what was um they brought in kenny mars and uh he was like pissed off of it ever since so i guess this is kind of like his redemption that hey he gets to finally play as a villain in an animated movie yeah but uh, i mean penguins but, but are, really, honest, penguins I mean, of madagascar i mean like uh, he's not exactly playing a villain in a disney movie is he uh, no, he's not. But uh, yeah, uh, that, that's true. Yeah, actually, how sad is that point? Like, uh, I mean, with some villains that we've talked about in DreamWorks animation movies, we, you mean they're they're nowhere near to the power of like you know like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast or Jafar from Aladdin or uh, yeah, you know, I mean, or, 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 or I Syndrome mean, from with... The Incredibles. You know, to, yeah, exactly. To like when you when you look at the villains from DreamWorks, most of them are pretty. Uh, par for the course. I mean, there's only like a few standouts, whether it be from either uh, Shrek 2 with the Fairy Godmother or the the Peacock character from Kung Fu Panda 2. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I mean, even with Pixar, they had memorable villains like, um, you know, the Prospector from Toy Story 2 or Syndrome from The Incredibles. So, 
Yeah, I, I, and, and I think that um, one of the things that, you know, Pixar plays smartly is that not all the time do there have to be villains. You don't have to add villains to everything to have conflict in the movie. Finding Nemo didn't have a villain, and it had a lot of conflict with, you know, Marlon trying to find Nemo at the right time. I guess you could say Darla is, but she's just a kid. Yeah. Toy Story, you know, didn't have a villain either. I mean, you could say Sid, but, you know, he's just a kid well, too. Well, Sid was the, I mean, was, well, villain, quote-unquote, of, uh, of, of Toy Story. And in a way, he was a villain because he knew what he was doing was wrong, and like yeah, he did that's it anyway. True. And like, yes, yeah, so I, I think you can safely say that Sid was a was a villain of Toy Story, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I yeah. guess you, I guess you could say that, but not like a like a a villain that you in a traditional sense. Well, hell, even even Lotso uh, from Toy Story three, who I think we think is probably did we say he was the weaker villain? I think in Pex Mix. Uh, I think he, I I mean I I I don't know. I, I think that we. I th- I think so, but I I mean we did we still did like Lotso's character. I remember that when we went to Disney World, <laughs> we went to one of the shops and we pulled out a Lotso uh, bear, and the first thing you wanted to do was punch it. <laughs> okay, that was a joke. Okay, like you know. So. I know, I know, but I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought. Oh yeah, I thought that was funny too. That's the reason I did it. But uh, you know, it's just it's yeah. I mean, like so far, I think you know, going through Dream Machine, and uh, we're on, we're on movie thirty at the minute. Like. Uh, I mean, here we've got, like, who I think... You know, this villain, at least we're talking about here, Dave. I mean, like, it would have been more effective, I think, if they'd, um, you know, kept him as, like, in his human form to begin with. And then... But then you kind of, like, had inklings that he probably wasn't as human as people thought they were. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, like, probably... Maybe not towards the very end, but maybe to, like, the end of the second act when... uh, you know, it's being played up, and when Private gets kidnapped, that it is revealed that uh, you know he's actually an octopus. And uh, you know, maybe even then they probably should have stuck in like maybe a little bit of story where they actually did wrong him, and uh, you know he's he's captured, you know he's kidnapping. He's not only just kidnapping the penguins just to get his, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah like insane for revenge, but he's also kidnapping Private too to get back a skipper. Yeah, like maybe he would have been like a. Um... Uh, like one of the zoo animals and maybe he was like transferred somewhere else and the penguins kind of like did him wrong and so then he decided to get revenge on them i think that would have been pretty clever yeah so i mean in a way in a way they did at the beginning like they just didn't it, it was just inadvertent that it happened like uh, like because if you remember the penguins came in and kicked him out of the manhattan zoo and uh, but uh, you know it wasn't their fault that he got removed it was the fact that uh, you know they they strayed into uh, you know New York waters and end up getting put in the zoo. So. Yeah, that's true. I, I would have liked to have his like character flesh out a little bit more. Yeah. By the way, there is... Uh, I, I've got to know something at the very... I didn't see the mid-credit scene. By the way, this is one thing also I don't do as well. Like, you know, when the credits happen, like, sometimes I don't have time to, like, actually watch through all the credits to see if anything happened. But apparently, uh, someone told me in mid-credit scene, uh, the Penguins returns to the circus and Mort plays into into the ray and uses him as a revert private back to normal. Uh, Mort doesn't mm-hmm. appear to show any side effects from the ray until he manages to swallow King Julian Hole. Right. So, um, yeah, so apparently even the, um, you know, the, again, I'm really glad they didn't leave him as like that because that would have been pretty strange. But, yeah, I, uh, I guess they decided to like pull a Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, movie in which, oh, let's have something in the uh, in the mid-credit uh, credit scene. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, um, yeah, that was Penguins of Madagascar, and as you can probably imagine, um, we didn't think all that much of it, really. So. Yeah, and once again, even though it did make a, you know, a decent amount of money, it was still considered to be a box office failure. Yeah. Because around that time, um, when this movie came out around Thanksgiving, there were other films that were out at the time, such as The Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1. So... Uh, yeah, they had to do a write-down because the movie wasn't uh, as successful as previous movies. And they did the same thing for movies such as Turbo and Mr. Peabody and Sherman. So this is kind of like at the point in which we would see, like, uh, you know, DreamWorks starting to have, like, its uh, downhill point. In fact, this would be the final movie in DreamWorks that would be pr produced by Pacific Data Images because it would shut down in 2015. Mm-hmm. So, uh, until our next film, and what do we got next? We got, uh, we, uh, coming up next on Dream Machine, we have the movie that is riding on the popularity of Rihanna. We are going to be talking about Home. Oh, boy. So, until then, uh, I'm Aaron. I'm Patricia. Take care, and bye for now. See you later. <laughs>